Hello and welcome to the faculty interview. Covering the latest breakthroughs, research news and insight, delivered by the world's leading academic and industry figures. In this interview, Karsten Welsh, discusses the design of a gas jet-based beam profile monitor, that can operate in a very large background pressure range. The functioning principle of the monitor is described and the first experimental results obtained are also discussed. Any particle accelerators, whether they're used for fundamental science or applied research, one of the fundamental properties of the beam is its profile. And that's something um, that is relevant for the application, for the experiments, but at the same time, it's something that is very difficult to measure without disturbing the beam. So what we set out was to develop an online beam monitoring system that is essentially non-invasive, that hardly affects the beam at all, and that should give us all the detailed properties of that beam, in particular its beam profile and position uh, at any moment in time. The idea for that monitor um, came from very classical monitors that have been used in accelerators for a long time. Um, normally, when you want to measure the profile of a particle beam, you have to put something into the trajectory of that beam. So if you take a, a simple analogy, if you want to measure the profile of the light that comes out of your, um, out of your torchlight, then um, you would have to stick a piece of paper um, into the path of the light, and then you would see the spot of the light, and then you could measure the profile. It's very similar in an accelerator. If you take a beam of electrons and you want to measure the profile of that electron beam, what you do is you stick a piece of metal into that beam line, and when the beam hits that metal, it creates light, and that light is then detected by a camera system. Now, that's clearly not a non-invasive um, process because that metal will um, at least affect significantly or potentially even stop your particle beam. So what we um, then try to do is replace that sheet of metal um, by a stream of gas. The idea being that when our primary beam, so the beam that we want to analyze, hits that gas, it will do something with that gas. It will either excite that gas, or if the energy is high enough, it will create ionization. So some particles within our stream of gas will be ionized, and then if we have an appropriate extraction system, which is a combination of electric and magnetic fields, we can guide these ions that have been created to an appropriate imaging system, and that imaging system will then tell us the beam profile of the primary beam that we want to analyze. So the design concept is create um, a sheet of gas, make that gas interact with the primary beam that you want to measure in detail, then detect the ions that have been created, and that will tell you all the details about that primary beam. So that's the, the fundamental design. The, the functioning principle relies on that ionization um, of um, the, the gas sheet and then the extraction of the ions. Um, I would say in, in terms of the, then the more complex and underpinning functioning, you have to create a very specific gas flow, namely one uh, that is at the same time quite fast, but very importantly, very cold internally. And that might sound like a contradiction. If something is traveling at very high velocities, how can it then be cold? Well, the, the temperature in our gas jet can be um, visualized by the movements of the particles in that gas flow, and when the temperature is cold, then that means that these particles, they are hardly moving. So they are traveling at a high speed, about 1,000, 1,200 meters per second, so several times the speed of sound, uh, but at the same time, they are very cold. 
Being very cold is very important because we want to know the exact position when the particles are starting their journey after being ionized to the detector that, that visualizes them with a very good accuracy. The colder they are, the better we know that start position. So the functioning principle is create a very cold uh, stream of gas particles, make them interact with the primary beam, look at the ionized particles, extract them via a well-defined electromagnetic field, image them onto a detector system, and then use that to measure the properties of your primary beam. So when you come up with a new idea of a detection system, then um, people are not necessarily immediately happy for you to integrate this into their operating accelerator facilities. And access to these facilities also is uh, very often complicated because they are um, areas where the radiation level is high, so there are maybe access restrictions. So what we did is we did a, a test um, setup, a prototype setup at our Cockroft Institute, where instead of using um, a high energy beam from a particle accelerator, we used a very local 5 kilo electron volt electron gun. So that's an off-the-shelf product, and the only purpose of using that electron beam was to simulate the kind of reaction that we are expecting um, from a beam in a particle accelerator, but in a setup that is much more accessible, that avoids all these uh, the radiation-intense environment, and that just lets us allow uh, to study the properties of our beam monitor in much more detail. So when we started this project, our aim was to develop a monitor that is suitable to measure the detailed properties of low-energy beams. In particular, we were interested in measuring the profiles of very low-energy beams of antiprotons, because for this type of beam, there was simply no suitable monitoring solution available. So we did our measurements with the local electron beam and um, had very promising results, which told us the detailed properties um, of that electron beam without affecting the beam. And, um, and that then made that um, a really fantastic and interesting uh, solution for low-energy beams. Now, it didn't stop there at all, because the next step that we did is um, that we asked ourselves, so if it's working for low-energy beams, what other applications might benefit from having such a monitor? And then we made a huge jump, and uh, we have turned this into a working monitor for now the highest energy um, particle accelerator beam in the world, namely the LHC, the Large Hadron Collider at CERN, um, and more precisely, its upcoming upgrade. So the LHC um, is the, the world's highest energy accelerator, and it will receive an upgrade over the next few years, which will increase its luminosity by a factor of 10. Uh, increasing the luminosity by a factor of 10 means that the cross-sections and therefore the energy density in the beam will be even higher than they have been so far. And that means um, a consequence from that is that the beam instrumentation that is currently installed will no longer work simply because the energy is too high and will damage the equipment. So our gas jet monitor then was the ideal solution um, to also monitor the beam at this top energy and tell us something very specific um, about the LHC beam's properties. That required a number of changes in the design. For instance, we are no longer relying on ionizing the particles. We are now relying on the excitation of these particles and light being emitted rather than collecting ions. Um, but we detect this light, and the light that is created from 
the gas chef tells us exactly how the LHC beam behaves. And that's a project that has been running now since um, 2017 and which has just seen its continuation for the next five years. And we will build two monitors for the high-luminosity LHC to tell us the detailed properties of this beam. Mm-hmm.